the Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network presents Worldview Media Podcast, where Gordon and Joyce Runyon view popular media through the lens of the biblical five-point covenant model to help believers appreciate and apply principles of exciting narrative and engaging storytelling. Broadcasting live from the Hulk's apartment, it's the Worldview Media Podcast. Woo! Do the air horn, do the air horn! (laughs) (laughs) My name is Gordon Runyon. They call me nothing at all. (laughs) (laughs) And with me in studio are... Miss Joyce. Hello. And our oldest daughter, Carmen. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotta blow her own horn. <laughs> no one else will. <laughs> and we are here to have a worldview kind of discussion about. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That's what it actually is. It goes with the title. <laughs> right. We're having a worldview discussion about Thor Ragnarok. What? Thor? That's not like even years old. What's wrong with us? Right. It's only been in the theaters for a month. Yeah, a month. Less, maybe. Almost exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And so here we are. We actually saw this movie, and we went to the big city of... Amarillo, Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a state-of-the-art cinema. <laughs> Multiplex. You know, we're like country hicks, because I hear on the other podcasts and stuff that everybody is already, like, over these new theaters. They've been around for a long time. And <laughs> the theaters with the stacked seats and the chairs that recline. <laughs> right, and the cup holders. And yeah, they don't not- just recline. It has a footrest y'all, as well. Y'all need to get out more. <laughs> <laughs> well, now this theater is like on the edge of town. So we've been going to a multiplex that's a little bit more towards the center. So it's not as much of a hassle to get there. But I think I'm going to change my ways. <laughs> and I'm going to go to this other one. So you're in favor of the new kind. Yeah. Well, you know, I think the one, unless they've changed that, too, I mean, we don't go all that often, but (laughs) they were more like a regular theater where you can see the people in front of you. These had assigned seats. Yeah. Yeah. It's a first for me. Eh? Right. They had assigned seats even though it was us and, like, five other people. people. Well, that's, that's kind of the norm. Like it's it's more weird for me now to go to a theater and they're like, oh, go ahead, just take whatever. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's You've been living in the big metropolis, big city. Big All right. Life. So we're talking about the third of the Thor movies, and in this movie, let's see what happens. Can you remember? <sighs> Man, it's been so long. I don't know. Do you even know <laughs> what happened? How did it start? Well, the movie starts with us finding Thor in chains. And he's got, like, some fire demon or something who's about to kill him. And, and he battles his way out of that mess. With his trusty hammer. Right. And 
then I'm a little. Fuzzy. But then the guy's not really Did that I go upset to sleep about it. During this, he you might have been too I'm, comfortable. <laughs> you can't recline me really. After I hit forty-five, I reclining kind of makes me go unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes just breathing does that for you. Yeah. Or not breathing. Sitting yeah. still for too long. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't moved in five minutes. <laughs> Time for bed. All right. So anyway. Well, he has to get back to his place. Right. Now the issue is that there's this evil goddess who's like a No, the issue is that Odin is not there and that Loki is under the guise of Odin. Loki's impersonating Odin. Yeah. And then Where is go, Odin? Odin's been... Odin's on Earth. That Loki he's put in him Norway in the, or something. Like put a him deep, in a retirement home. Yeah, he doesn't know or... And then they come back and their retirement home is gone. And then turns out that Odin is in Norway because that's would make sense. And then he tells Thor this cryptic that this could be Asgard. You know. Remember this place? And we also have a cameo by Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was fun. That was cool. Yeah, and then at this point... Odin drops the bomb about, hey, so just kidding, you have another sibling that's apparently actually their firstborn, so Thor is the middle child. Oh, no. Um, Jordan will like that. Yeah, she she probably will. Uh, (laughs) So this uh, new kid, Hela, is the bad girl, and then bloodthirsty crazy person, so he's imprisoned her in, like, the hell dimension, which honestly... Three kids, he isn't doing very well on parenting. Right. You know, two of them, you know, daddy issues. And then he dies. Um, well, he vanishes. He vanishes. He disintegrates into pixie dust. And then uh, then Hela shows up and be like, what's up, little brothers? And gives them a smackdown. Um, throws them across the galaxy. Galaxy, basically. And then she goes back to Asgard, meets up with Carl... Uh, Urban, mm-hmm. and then they go about you know taking over taking Asgard, taking over everything. But in that interchange between her and the other two, doesn't something happen for Thor? Not he's then. like ready to take oh, her on, yeah. and yeah, and he's gonna you know smack her down. Yeah, the first casualty of the movie is Thor's the hammer. Is yeah. Mjolnir? Well, technically second, but no one cares about Odin. Well, so. he didn't really. He just he vanished. Just faded away. He, he vaporized. Yeah. Leaving the daddy issues behind. Okay, but I'm sure that was supposed to be a shock to see Hela just crush the hammer. Nobody can even pick that up. Right. (laughs) And she's destroyed it. And she just, yeah, in one hand. Now, she's a goddess of death. War? Death is what her title is. She makes sure that they know that she's the goddess of death. And Odin was really cool with that when he was going and conquering everything. Yeah. And then she got a little bit out of hand. And Would you say she's hella dangerous? <laughs> <laughs> I say she's. I got wouldn't it. say that. That's it. I'll be here all week. <laughs> Thank you. Be sure to tip your waitress. Okay, that's the first version of that joke. Keep out eye out for more. <laughs> Which is also technically a joke, but we'll get to that one later. Keep an Ugh. eye out. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got some jokes. Um, All right, so then Thor finds himself on a like a junk planet or something. Trash planet. <laughs> Trash planet. But there's a guy who runs it, and well, he's, he's enslaved on that planet. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> and he 
for the sake of keeping the masses happy, he's organized like gladiatorial games. Yeah. And he immediately, right off the bat, they decide that Thor would make a good warrior for the games. And yeah. Grandmaster. Yeah, Grandmaster. so the classic, the classic scene that we were all looking forward to from seeing the trailers is that uh, the the big champion of the games is somehow the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, the champion of the state. Mm-hmm. Right. But in the preparation to get ready for the battle, poor old Thor is shorn. Yep. Loses oh, yeah, his hammer. cut his hair. Yeah. Probably the 20th victim of this movie is Thor's hair. <laughs> so as... As females, which does he look better with, the long hair or the shorter? Well, he seems more Thor with the long hair. I like them both, honestly. Like, (laughs) Thor long hair? Good. Thor short hair? Good. (laughs) So it's either way. Either way for me. Chris Hemsworth is an attractive man. He's just good. He's just good. (laughs) I think I've heard that somewhere. Just good. All right. So... They have their big battle, and there's cheating involved. (laughs) (laughs) There's cheating. Thor comes out on the losing end, but he manages to make friends with Hulk, who for some reason stays Hulk and doesn't revert back to Bruce Banner. Mm -hmm. He's able to talk a little bit more, and there are times when he's actually able to sit down and have a conversation and stuff. But... He's, what, got the mind of a three-year-old or something? I wouldn't say three-year-old. He just really doesn't care a lot about anything. So anyway, then they finally bust their way out of that place, and they take some of the other space gladiators, or they set them free, at least. turns out that the woman that captured Thor and imprisoned him and sold him over to the other one... She's an Asgardian. She's Valkyrie. She's a a Valkyrie. There were more Valkyrie... But then, Hella. swinging back around to Hela, uh, when they Odin um, banished her, uh, he sent the Valkyrie, and you know only I survived to tell you, and so she's been drinking her way through the universe, I guess, uh, trying to forget, trying to forget. She's got Hella PTSD, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hella drinking issues. Um, so. Yeah, so then it's Thor, and uh, it really the only person that wants to go back is Thor. Like, he's like, we gotta yeah, go back and save Asgard. Yeah. yeah, Loki yeah. doesn't care. Loki doesn't want to go. Banner's fine. I mean, Hulk. Hulk is. Hulk is. He's got fine. a good setup. Well, once yeah. he finally gets him to revert back, then Banner. Well, and Banner's just, more willing to go with it. He doesn't want to go, but. He's well, like, yeah. But he doesn't really want to stay on this planet. Well, it's not his kind of deal. It was right. it was hoax. Okay, so then they have to go back and battle for Asgard. In the meantime, Hela has gone and just wiped it out. Except for Heimdall, keeping it real. Yeah, Heimdall is leading a resistance group. Or <laughs> it's not really a resistance no, group. No, not really. It's They're like just running. Refugees. <laughs> it's refugees. Yeah. Yeah. Hiding in the mountains. Yeah, but they they go through everybody. The whole army gets killed. The the three. Mm, yeah, I was sad about that. Yeah. His buddies. 
Yeah, it's pretty devastating, the losses that they suffer. And then, of course, it's all leading up to a big final showdown between Hela and her minions versus Thor and the Valkyrie and Hulk. And well, the Valkyrie woman, the one, the yeah, lone. Just Valkyrie. Yeah. I think now we singular. can just call her the Valkyrie. There's no other. Valkyrie, right. yeah. Well, right. Singular. All right, so... They have the final battle and the good guys win. Okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> That's oh, no. <laughs> but, well, they win, but do they win? There's a lot of stuff going on, yeah. Yeah. But the, the kind of high points are that Hela winds up taking one of Thor's eyes out. So now we've got one-eyed Thor without a <laughs> Looking like his pops. <laughs> one-eyed Thor, no hair, no, no hammer. hammer. Looks a lot like that. What is this? <laughs> and from somewhere, his personality has been transplanted with Star Lords from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, nah. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. But this, as uh, serious and dark, and you know, everybody dying, there's still really a lot of um, yeah comedy. There's still a lot yeah. of laughter in it. There's a lot it of funny felt very parts. much like a Guardians movie. Well, it was lighter. And not quite as dark as it probably could have been. If they had done this movie in the same kind of vein as the other Thor movies, I just would have been sad the whole time. Because... It's too much. Yeah, because, you know, you go in and then, like you say... Yeah, everybody (laughs) dies. Odin dies right away. Then Thor gets his haircut, loses his hammer. Then you see this bad, sad flashback of this girl losing all of her... You know, I'm guessing they're all very, you know, close people. You know, all these people, only one left. And then Hela's story is really sad, too, if you think about it, that, you yeah. know, that she's literally just done what her dad told her. And then he's like, actually, don't do that anymore. <laughs> oh, you can't help it. Like, let's just throw you. You have to go away yeah. forever. Yeah. You know, and then uh, even Hulk and Banner is kind of sad because, you know, uh, Banner goes and says that if I turn back into the Hulk, then I don't think I'm ever going to be able to come back. You know, I don't yeah. know what's going on. and. You hear from the gladiators that Thor runs into at the very front that he's like, oh, yeah, that's Doug. Doug fought the champion. Doug's dead now, you know, (laughs) and he's been here for however long from the last movie. And, you know, for years. Yeah. The thing that pulls him out of it is he sees this thing of Natasha and he doesn't even know if she's okay. And the last thing he remembers is Ultron. They go back to the. Mm-hmm. To his spaceship, trying to leave the planet. Okay, yeah. well, know. back on point. The oh. Uh, oh. Uh, we lost the, our eye. <laughs> <laughs> took your eye off the ball there for a little bit. The uh, the other big consequence <laughs> is that Ragnarok was a you know according to that mythology, it's a prophecy that uh, that. Asgard, which is basically the Mount Olympus of the Asgardian mythology, of the Norse mythology. Yeah. That Ragnarok is going to destroy Asgard. And it finally does. And so that's that's pretty rough. Asgard really does go down in flames, literally. Yeah. Well, the rainbow, it's all broken. Right, the rainbow the, bridge is destroyed. It's all broken. It's she had her big, huge dog of war. Yeah. Okay, you guys, so let's give, like, an overall grade. We're coming up on our break here, so what would you think overall? Um, I'm easy. I'll give it an A. Like, 
that's fine. It, it hit everything for me. It's sad. It, it's how funny. is it compared to the other Marvel movies? Is it now in your top three or top five? Or don't don't ask me. She's don't got a lot. <laughs> don't ask me that. You know, yeah. for the Thors, I think it's probably I enjoyed it more than the other two, just because it is a little bit more light and comedic. Oh, right, right. And so, I I think the same is true for me. And I liked having the Hulk. The Hulk was funny in there, and it was good to have him in there. Gave it some weight. And the, <laughs> and the scenes with Doctor Strange were that was fun. Were really good too. Yeah, I I like this movie a lot. Like just between the Thor's, this obviously for me beats out the second one. You know, yeah, that was that. You know, and if you can sit through that movie and remember to pay attention the whole time, second one's not a bad movie. But you know, you have to yeah force yourself to pay attention. Um, the first one's nice, you know. Just because it's the introduction. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think this movie really did, uh, it used all of the characters uh, really well. There's a lot of dimension in those characters. Like, you see some some glimmers of Thor just being really, like, knocked down kind of funny in some of these other movies where he has, like, a sidelines <laughs> that he'll say. Yeah. Or just expressions and stuff that you can see it, that this guy could be pretty funny. And, you know, finally he gets this opportunity to be this funny guy you know his kind of his bantering at the very very beginning when he's all tied up you know that makes sense because this dude he's literally kind of just fought his way through the galaxy at this point and there's (laughs) not really anything that can stop him so why would he really be concerned in this situation you know just trying to be polite like okay i can see you now let's let's continue continue talking talking. yeah okay yeah i think for me it's probably as of right now, it's in the top five for me in terms of Marvel movies. Mm. Uh, let me see if I can name them. I think my first... My it's a hella hard job. <laughs> I think, obviously, the best Marvel movie ever is Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Well, Jordan would give right. a cheer for that. She'd do the air horn. <laughs> and I also air think the, the first Avengers is up there. I'm not so big on either one of the next two Avengers, but I like the first one a lot. I'm not sure the first one would be in it for me. Oh, really? No. I really like that. And then I think the first Guardians of the Galaxy was was really super good. And That's three. And then also four, so you have one more. And then, then I was I thinking about it. I think I really like this last Spider-Man. Spider-Man Homecoming? Homecoming. Coming around? Yeah, I'm coming around. Coming home? Yeah. <sighs> So, we're ready for our break. Yeah. Anyone has any other general comments to make? We know it's going to be in our home, this movie. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's on the way. Approved. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we'll take our break and be right back. Are you interested in Christian education? Would you like to learn how to be a Christian teacher or how to run your very own Christian school with success? The GCS Apprenticeship Program can help. Learn more on our website at gcsapprenticeship.com. The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, our King. Subscribe now 
to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows. Or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce, including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His Kingdom. Here we are back. It's the Worldview Media Podcast and Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Mom's hammer has been shattered. My eye has been poked out. And My Carmen's, hammer. <laughs> Carmen's so walking around with a crew cut. Yeah, so <laughs> Looks good, though. All right. It messes with my depth perception, uh, loss of the eye. Didn't have much to begin with. This is the segment where we... <laughs> yeah. The perception or This the is the segment where we talk about thematic issues and whether we saw things impacting worldview or just basically what is the underlying message that's being preached in Thor. That's where we get hella serious. Yeah, we're getting hella serious. <laughs> Any ideas? Themes? You're staring at each other. <laughs> well, you want to grapple for it? <laughs> I, I think that there's one about identity mm. and how how you see yourself as yourself, how other people see you, and how you reconcile those things, and what makes you who you are. Yeah, mm. you know that there's some of those identity issues that you know Thor is a god and. Yet he finds himself in all these places where he—he's got some insecurities. Yeah, you know. So I think that's something that's relatable because people think, "Well, this is who I am, and things should go this way." And well, that's something that they keep kind of like when you say that they, the the examples kind of pop to mind. You know that Hella keeps asking him, "And what were you the god of again? You know, what are you yeah. supposed to be? You don't even who are you? Yeah, Odin asked him that. Are you the god of hammers? You know? <laughs> yeah." Um, and then where he talks to Loki at a couple points, you know, and at some point he says, I know you're just a god of mischief, but you could really be a lot more than that if you're willing to, you <laughs> yeah. know, and having to to come to terms with that. I would, I would say identity is Well, yeah, I think you're both hitting on it. And for me, I think there was a parallel with all of Asgard, really, mm. that all of Asgard by the end of the movie it was kind of being called to realize that you're not you're more than this you're yeah. not just the place and yeah. Asgard is the people and not the place and so a little bit of maybe transcendence in that uh, yeah being more than just that it's not the building that defines yeah what right. ha- what it right. is you know yeah I, I really thought that was that was a pretty big deal and it made me wonder there was a little bit in there especially in Thor's story his personal story arc there, his character arc it was a little bit about you need to really evaluate what it is that you are leaning on or what are you depending on Mm -hmm. and are you really making full use of 
how you really have been gifted. And that's a message that Christians should kind of take on board. Now, of course, his gifting was completely fanciful and, and all that. But, but as Christians, you really have been gifted, and it's for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And if you're not accomplishing that purpose, then what is what is holding you back and what are you leaning on and and what is it that you're thinking well since i don't have this it means i can't really hope to achieve i think you see that too with the valkyrie character because she's trying to run away from what and who she is so she's doing everything she can to destroy herself. yeah just to not have to deal with it instead of saying oh uh, i guess i do have to move forward from here instead of making headway she's just you know just spinning her numbing yeah. numbing everything and it doesn't yeah. matter where she is and i think you also see that with the with the hulk that there's fear in that and you know what comes now because who am i who have i been am i that person am i this person you know so i see that as a as a big theme for a, well, a lot certainly, of the characters i think you're Correct me if I'm wrong. I think you're saying that Bruce Banner finds himself kind of having to deal with the same sorts of issues about deciding who am I going to be now that something big has obviously changed in my relationship with this monster that I turn into. Because mm-hmm. it seemed like in the past couple of times we've seen him, it seems like he kind of has a halfway handle on when he becomes the Hulk and when he well, that's what, comes back. That's what he said in the, the film was that in the past it's been that, you know, he has he has one hand on the steering wheel and, you know, maybe the Hulk has a hand on the steering wheel, but this time the Hulk just kind of threw him out of the car and, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> Ripped out the steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> the Hulk has been driving and he's been kind of trapped in the trunk this whole time. <laughs> but, you know, looking at what his situation was... It really was better for the Hulk to be the person, the character that was there in that situation. Mm. Yeah. Because he wouldn't have done well. No. <laughs> the Hulk is the only one that would have survived all of yeah. that. Yeah. So well, even in that, there's uh, a blessing, yeah. so to say. Well, in the comics, the planet that he goes to, nerd alert, uh, the planet that he goes to, the Sakaar, Mm. Uh, he he does you know he becomes a gladiator and stuff like that and then he ends up leading a rebellion which does happen in this movie but then he becomes the king of the planet and uh, has like gets married and has like a crazy Hulk kid and, <laughs> like all this other stuff but but yeah that's uh, I, that's more than most people know. Well, can, you, <laughs> can you answer this question then because I know that there are there are several versions of the Hulk in oh. the comic books and. And when he comes out for battle in the gladiator place, mm-hmm. he looks like, I think, a picture that I saw of a version of the Hulk called World War Hulk. Have you seen that? Is that who that Pretty. was? Or you don't know? Not enough information. I wouldn't know. Like, I am a nerd, but I'm not probably good enough to go into depth about why the Hulk looks different in this one versus the others. My... My first instinct would be that the fact that the Hulk is on the screen more and has, like, talking lines and stuff like that, that they wanted to make sure that he was, like, good-looking to be on screen. <laughs> I saw these pictures of, like, Avengers Hulk versus uh, Thor Hulk versus one another, and the caption was all, my man got himself a nose job. Because <laughs> it, it really does look a lot different. That, uh, he doesn't look quite as vicious, maybe. Yeah, he looks more... 
He looks more like his a, resting face is not like threatening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where before but he was more of like. Could that then just be a an outgrowth of him being more intelligent, just having to be yeah, longer person. than you know twelve or any hours? Big old rage yeah, monster. Yeah, it's yeah. you know that he's actually having to deal with people and communicate yeah. and. Maybe. Like, it kind of reminds me of... Uh, more civilized, yeah. more mannered. Like, Ben Stiller in the Night at the Museums where he dresses up as the caveman <laughs> and then it's Ben Stiller. You know, that's kind of what it might be, is that yeah. this was caveman Hulk and now we have Ben Stiller, night guard Hulk. Yeah. You know. Wow, that one went right over my head. I remember the movies, but... Barely. Remember, <laughs> 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 And you're not even reclined. <laughs> I may have been reclining. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know a good movie when I've watched the entire thing. Well, I guess. And you can remember what happened. The whole Any time. other thematic things, or? Um, I think, I think Mom's got it with the identity thing, and it's kind of been touched on a little bit, like in the discussion, but also the concept of uh, choice, like what you are willing to accept, you know. And the whole thing, uh, for Thor at least, watching him go through this, was that he wasn't willing to accept anything, really. That, mm. you know, they told him that Asgard's going to be destroyed and stuff. And he's like, mm, no, I'm not doing that, you know. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, okay, so you're going to be uh, uh, you're gonna be a gladiator for me. He's like, well, I don't want to. And then they have to, like, you know, tase him into it. And he goes out and they're like, okay, you're going to fight the Hulk. He's like, I really don't want to do that either, you know. And, yeah. And, you know, trying to encourage... Uh, all these other characters to choose to do like better choose to be better yeah Yeah, yeah. because the whole time Thor is just trying to get back to save his people whereas everybody else is like you know what this is actually really a good situation for all of us if we just stay here (laughs) and he's like no well yes Uh, it is but let's go and do the right thing um you know so kind of having to choose the higher road and kind of emphasizing that with you know Loki having to he gets picked up by the escaped gladiators and then he takes that ship back to Asgard meets up with them and then ends up being able to saving a bunch of people and then uh Urban's character who joins up with Hela right away because he's like terrified of her at the very end he takes his uh (laughs) takes his machine guns and gets off the boat and you know goes and fights her um, you know, and he knows he's it's going to kill him, and he yeah. does it anyway because that's the right thing to do. Yeah, you know, to save the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people that he was persecuting. I couldn't figure out who that was for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's the new Doctor McCoy, but it took yeah. me a long time to. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth, good. Oliver, <laughs> good. <laughs> he was a little bit thicker, maybe in this one. <laughs> yeah, more muscle. He was more buff for and sure. So he's not. And the the lack of hair is kind of an odd one. Yeah, it's hard to pick people out once they've lost all their hair. Which is why I'm rarely recognized. Uh, that's his disguise. Uh, I thought that was the uniform. <laughs> it's the glasses. See, I take the glasses, them off, and now, the uniform, you see, now you know who I am. Nobody knows who you are. It's a hella mysterious. <laughs> I'm hella enigmatic. Girl, don't you know? <laughs> But I thought it was really cool when she was getting ready, when Hella was getting ready to, you know, mm. fight, and she put her hair back and... Yeah, there it was. There's your helmet. Oh, there's the, cool. I wish I could do that. <laughs> that was like, wow. 
So yeah, she was outrageous. The other, the other bit that I thought was kind of interesting is that, and I know nobody writing this movie had any kind of Christian theology in mind or or the debates that we have as Christians. But if you notice at the first of the movie when they're talking about the prophecy about how Ragnarok is going to be destroyed. Ragnarok? Uh, Ragnarok is, is going to destroy Asgard. Okay. There you go. Everybody who heard the prophecy and knew anything about it took it very literally. It's like they all had a dispensational interpretation of what the future was going to look like. They they took every bit of the prophecy as literally as possible. Mm, yeah. But then in the actual, as it was actually fulfilled, turns out there was more to talk about in there. Oh, and, okay. uh, you know, it's not that it wasn't fulfilled, but there was more to it. And... And so the actual outpouring, the actual uh, instantiation of the events, (laughs) 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 that actually shed a lot of light on the on the prophecy itself. And I think that's true with biblical prophecy. It's only after the prophecy is fulfilled that we're able to really look back and say. Oh, okay. That's how that was done, and and this over here really meant this, but everybody thought it meant this other thing. Yeah, yeah. And so, in the future, after the prophecy has been fulfilled, we can look back and and then connect all the dots. And so, I just thought it was interesting that Asgard was destroyed, but not in a way, not with the not with any real ramifications yeah. that anybody thought. I think they thought the end of Asgard, the place, was going to be the end of all the Asgardians. Mm. And it really isn't. And well, but it could have been. Right, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think it, if we're going to talk about that, then you have to bring, you know, judgment. What does that mean? You know, it was judgment on that place, but yet the people were saved out of that place. So. Mm. What was judgment and destruction also resulted in salvation and uh, yeah, and a new order, yeah, a new because they all, if I understood right, they were all being transported to Norway. They were heading to Norway. <laughs> I don't know where they were going. They're just going on a field trip, space time. Just, yeah, they get interrupted on the way, but yeah, well, phew. I think it's Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> But it, awards, <laughs> it would be really fun though if it was the Guardians of the Galaxy, like they just run into each other right away and then they all just show up like Thor and his Revengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy just pop in on the party at the same time. Uh, the Revengers. Yeah. <laughs> that looks pretty funny. Uh, so anyway, really good movie. I liked it a lot. Oh. Well, going back on the judgment thing, you know, you saying that the kind of the innocence you know, invisible bunny ears around it, the innocence of Asgard getting out, but then Hela's the one that's, like, uh, like, magically, psychically linked to Asgard. You know, he tells them that she's, that's where she gets her powers from, is mm-hmm. from Asgard. So with the destruction of Asgard, we get the destruction of Hela, who's been, you know, through the whole movie, just kind of very happily slaughtering these people, yeah. you know. Right. And not just, yeah, she's not just after enemies. They're all her enemy now because of what happened. Well, it's not even that. It's just that they don't they don't like her, you know. Like yeah. She comes in and says, hey, what's up? I'm the queen now. And they're like, uh, no, you're not, you know, because last they knew it was 
between Thor and Loki well, getting in I a fight. Yeah. I did think it was interesting that part of the movie was stressing that the only reason Asgard was the great place that it was is because sometime in the distant past, before even Thor has any memory, they were wicked, you know, and they were just running roughshod over the mm -hmm. whole universe and conquering, conquering and killing the, yeah. and and if you wonder why Asgard, the place, was so voluptuous and, and wonderful. All the spoils and, of yeah. war. Right. It's because of the spoils of war. And they were just, they were, <coughs> they were hella mean to everybody. And so they deserved, there was a real sense in which the destruction of Asgard had to happen for justice to be done. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so I, I never got that connection. Or if I did, I forgot it, where you said that... <laughs> That throughout the movie, we keep hearing that Hela is is uh, tied to the place. And the more she's there, the stronger she gets. Mm -hmm. But then she's all in favor of seeing the place destroyed or, or well, slaughtering. And well, I she's not in favor she's, of Asgard yeah. being destroyed. She's in favor of Asgard being... Kind of, kind of Nazi style, like Asgard <laughs> being the dominant, you know, thing. She's all he conquered the seven realms. There's like sixty bajillion more out there. Why did we stop? You know, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna get back into it. Right. So that's all very interesting, and I just thought it was really kind of a neat thing and a lesson that is good for a lot of folks here is to realize what they were told and stressed at the end that Asgard is the people and not the. Yeah. Not the place. And just because the place has been destroyed doesn't mean that the high ideals that you now have, those don't need to die yeah. with Asgard. The church is not a building. The church is the people. <laughs> it's hella deep. Hella deep. All right. Worldview Media Podcast. Preaching hella deep theology. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for downloading this episode. Uh, be generous to Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network and go out there and dominionize. See y'all. Bye. Bye. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an air horn? Yeah. <laughs> I don't do it loud enough. So it'll be like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Carmen signing off. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. Thank you for listening to the Worldview Media Podcast. Please visit reconstructionistradio.com to check out the other podcasts in our network and to download our free audiobooks. <laughs>